So I want you to think for a moment. If you could have any one thing in life right now, what would it be? So we had a group of 25 people go on pilgrimage to Washington, D.C. this past week for two days. We had the chance to go to the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception, St. John Paul II Shrine, the Bible Museum, and the Franciscan Monastery. I'm hoping to make this an annual trip and would encourage all of you to come and experience the beauty and the sacredness of these places. While we were there, one of the things that really struck me in all of these locations were the beautiful mosaics. In a mosaic, it's a picture or a pattern. It's produced by arranging together small colored pieces of hard material, such as stone, tile, or glass. There were mosaics of Our Lady, Jesus, the Last Supper, and the list of mosaics in these places goes on and on. Now when you look at a mosaic close up, you can see all the little imperfections. But when you back away and you look at the entire mosaic, then you see the beauty of what has been created. And we can look at this in two ways. The first is that each of us as a person are the entire mosaic with our different imperfections which includes the trials, tribulations, difficulties, and the sins of our life. The second is looking at the mosaic where each tile is a person. The mosaic of our community is made up of so many different people from different backgrounds and places, all imperfect. Yet God, He looks at us as one beautiful mosaic with each tile being made in His likeness and image. When we come together like our group did on the pilgrimage this past week, as one community, we radiate the beauty of God to those around us. Now oftentimes, it's easy for us to find our identity or the identities of others in the imperfections. And that's exactly what the devil wants us to do. He wants us to drill down into the details of our imperfection and the imperfections of others instead of seeing the beauty God has created in each one of us. The devil, he wants us to look and judge the imperfections of our community and our world instead of seeing the amazing beauty that God has created here on earth and in all of us. You see, the devil, he calls us by our imperfections. But God, he calls us by name. It's so easy to become like the Israelites in the first reading today, who they had lost confidence and hope in God, and they were questioning, is the Lord, is he in our midst or not? The devil wants us to believe that in times of difficulty, that we have been abandoned by God. But the truth is, God is always present, no matter what the situation. So when Jesus met the Samaritan woman at the well in the Gospel reading today, He already knew the mosaic of her life. He knew she had five different husbands, and she was not part of the 
in crowd as a result of her life choices. Many of her tiles had imperfections. Jesus also knew the mosaic of the community. He was breaking all the rules by talking to a woman, and not only a woman, but a Samaritan woman, and then asking her to get him water. The tiles of the community had many imperfections as well. But nonetheless, Jesus spends quite a bit of time with this Samaritan woman next to the well in the middle of a hot day. Why would he do this? Well, St. Therese of Lisieux states that Jesus wanted the woman at the well to love him and to have faith in him. At the same time, the Samaritan woman was identifying with the imperfections in her own life in the struggles of her situation within her community. Deep inside, she was unsettled. She was full of shame, full of sin, and she was lonely. So here the two of them are at the well. And our second reading today from Romans echoes exactly why Jesus was at the well. To pour out the love of God into her heart. And the Samaritan woman is at the well, thirsting for peace, forgiveness, release of shame, love, and as she discovers, a genuine relationship with Jesus. Jesus is always standing at the well of our life, thirsting for us to come and enter into relationship with Him He waits for us in prayer. Our pilgrimage group had the opportunity for adoration and benediction, mass, and to do the liturgy of the hours on Wednesday night. I encourage you for the remainder of Lent to check out the prayers of the church or to attend daily mass or to experience adoration here on Tuesday night. The Lord also thirsts for us in reconciliation. Now our group had an opportunity to go to reconciliation both at the Basilica and the monastery. And every time I saw it, I was running around telling everybody, hey, you can go to reconciliation. There's an opportunity here. And many in our group availed themselves to that. So I would encourage you to do the same this Lent. God's mercy is waiting to be poured out on you. And the Lord also thirsts for us in the Eucharist. We are about to receive the living God and He longs for us and He wants to be one with us. He longs to be intimate with us. So I learned something at the uh, St. John Paul II shrine while I was there. Totus tuus. This is what He said to Mary that I am totally yours. And you see, Jesus is saying this to each one of you. My divine grace, my mercy, my love, it is all totally yours. And Jesus, He thirsts for the same, that we may see Him in prayer, that we may see Him in reconciliation, and that in the Eucharist we might say, O Lord, I am totally yours. So St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta 
describes how Jesus thirsts for us. He says, I stand at the door of your heart day and night. I want you to know that each time you invite me, I do come always without fail. Silent and invisible I come, yet with a power and a love most infinite, bringing the many gifts of my spirit. I come with my mercy, with my desire to forgive and to heal you, with a love for you that goes beyond comprehension. I come longing to console you and to give you strength, to lift you up and bind all your wounds. I bring you my light to dispel your darkness and all your doubts. I come with my grace to touch your heart and transform your life. I come with my peace to calm your soul. I know what is in your heart. I know your loneliness, all of your wounds, the rejections, the judgments, the humiliations. I know above all your need for love, how much you are thirsting for love and tenderness. You must never doubt my mercy, my desire to forgive, my longing to bless you and live my life in you and that I accept you no matter what you have done. All your life, I have been desiring your love. I've never ceased searching for your love and longing to be loved by you in return. You have tried many things in your goal to be happy. Why not try opening for me your heart right now more than you ever have before? If you could have any one thing in life right now, what would it be?